0: Welcome to God Family Works. This is Faith and Family Podcast. Um, We are your hosts, Tiffany and Calvin Appleton. And today we are talking about the 10 rules of sustaining a happy marriage during a crisis. So today we are talking about rule number, I think is what, six? Yep, six. And um, we are going to talk about... uh,
1: Health and longevity
0: right health and longevity now when we think about health we uh think about um how um that's a form of prosperity prosperity that brings um longevity to our life um, a way in which we are able to uh, do things with our children years to come um, to um, engage into uh, different activities with our uh, grandchildren so health is so very important especially when you have great health or good health and that is one of the things that the Bible uh, uh, promises us as God's children is to have prosperity in our health so babe go ahead and chime in and let me know what do you think about health and why it's so important in today's time
1: well when you look at um, specifically we're going to talk about the african-american race when you look at our race and uh, marriages and then the percentage of the health problems that our race tends to deal with more frequently than other races um, it's a shocker to know that um, some of us don't take care of our bodies uh, you know, specifically uh, husbands and wives. Um, you know, we don't take that time out to uh, make sure that we are exercising, that we're eating right, that we're doing all the things we need to do to sustain a healthy lifestyle. And uh, quite frankly, um, it's, it's sad to see um, because we know that some of the disparities that we face Uh, with health and the statistics stacked against us, it's saddening to see that and that we still don't really take proactive measures to kind of uh, beat the odds or turn the tables when it comes to uh, living healthy.
0: Yeah, um, that is so very good. Now, Let's talk about um, a couple of keys um, to longevity when it comes to um, dealing with married couples and, um, and what are some of the things that they can do, that we can do um, as a couple. Because um, the Bible um, tells us to, um, number one, to do not be gluttonous. Do not be gluttoners. And that's found in the book of Proverbs 23, um, where it tells us to do not glutton on wine. Do not be a gluttoner of too much meat. And the reason being is because um, it brings one poverty and drowsiness. Now, what is that scripture really telling us? That is letting us know that as we glutton so much on the wrong foods, wine, eating too much meat, it weighs us down. You know, and we don't want to be lazy um, as God's children. God's children are productive. God's children are busy about the Lord's business. So therefore, in order for you to be busy about the Lord's business, you have to keep up with a good stamina, you know, in health.
1: Yeah. And it's shameless plug to say that uh, we we it's a cultural thing. I think for us, it's African-American. Uh, You know, we grew up in households where Big Mama was cooking Mm -hmm. big lavish meals and food was good. Don't get me wrong. Uh, It was good food, but it was necessarily not good for us. Uh, And not that the food, per se, wasn't good for us. It was the the habit of how we were eating it. Um, And those things kind of stick with you as you matriculate through life uh, because that's what you known to see growing up in life. So you think that that's Okay. Um, but in actuality, uh, we should be eating uh, very portion-controlled portion, portion control meals, uh, which means that we really, our plates, if you take a seven-inch plate, that should be the size of food that we should be eating for mm-hmm. our meals. Mm-hmm. But instead, we eat. 10 inch 11 inch size plates for food
0: and seven inch plates to clarify that seven inch plates are saucer plates those little small plates
1: yeah it's it's yeah it's more like salsa but they call it hors d'oeuvres really is when you're eating hors d'oeuvres or a starter plate uh, so our okay. meals should be in portion sizes of, of starters
0: Okay, all right, right, you know, and also it's good to eat more vegetables, eating more fruits, correct?
1: Yeah, Uh, that's one of the areas too that you know we uh, don't do a great job at is eating a lot of vegetables. I think we eat a lot of fruit because fruit is sweet, Uh, and one thing we're prone to do is we love our sweets, (laughs) Uh, we love our cakes, we love our candies. You know, we love our our, our, pop, our sodas, pops from where I'm coming from, Chicago pops. But I'm in the South now, and they call it soda. Uh, so we love our sodas down here. Um, but you know what? When you think about that, too, as you grew up through life, I just thought about something. Like, you know, we used to drink Kool-Aid. And Kool-Aid was nothing but sugar and water. Mm-hmm. All they did was put a coloring to it. Uh, and a little bit of artificial flavor to give it the uniqueness. But it's really nothing but sugar and water. You think about dumping, how much sugar we used to dump in Kool-Aid.
0: Right, and it has no vitamins in there, nothing.
1: Yeah, it that that, that just blew my mind. But, you know, some one of the things that we need to do is we need to control our portion size, uh, and that's a first place to go. Uh, if you control your portion size, not only will you see an increased... Um, level of eating but also you'll see that um you'll start to be able to appreciate food better because your food your stomach won't be bloated after you eat
0: now talk with the people about exercise talk to them about how um we can um, move forward in um exercising as husband and wife because um there are times that we can see where uh one spouse is very fit And one spouse is not. Yeah. Okay. So how can both spouses uh, work together in in order for them to reach the goal of longevity and prosperity in their health? How can you motivate your spouse? Because even um, some spouses may not want to work out. They may look at it as, hey, that's not my thing. That's not what I want to do because of laziness, you know? The weight that they have on them, it weighs them down anyway. So they don't want to be uh, motivated in working out. They want to be slimmer, but they don't want to go through the process, the work in order to get there. So what can you tell them or how can a, a spouse encourage their own spouse in order to work out without putting them down?
1: Yeah. Well, I think uh, I'm glad you said without putting them down, too, because that kind of helps me explain this a little bit better. But I think the first thing we need to do is educate ourselves, educate our spouse on uh, the um, the pros of of living healthy and and eating healthy and exercising. Um, If a a spouse is not uh, willing to exercise or don't want to exercise, then probably they're just not educated about the pros of it. They don't think that they need to because they think that they're okay. And even if you are, uh, even if you do have a, a great uh, physique or you, your body is uh, at a level where you're comfortable with from a weight perspective, that doesn't ma- necessarily mean that internally that you're, you're healthy. Because mm. the outward appearance does not dictate what the inward appearance looks like. Mm. So it needs to be the, the opposite. You need to take care of the inwards more than you really need to take care of the outward, Because if you take care of inside of your body, then outside of your body will continue to produce the results that you need it to produce.
0: Mm, Okay, so let's dive in a little bit deeper about taking care of the inside of your body when it comes to mentally as concerned. The Bible tells us to be at peace with everyone. Right? Uh So therefore, we are not... uh, um, um, having any quorums with anybody else, um, talk a little bit about that and how we can be at peace even in our own home and also with other people outside of the home because that can bring on stress, it can bring on worry. Um, thinking about worrying, I'm also thinking about the scripture of where we are not supposed to owe no man. Right. Meaning right. that bills, bills can can pile up. Right. You know, but just love, you know, or give them what is owed to them. So therefore, there is no stress and no worry. So elaborate on that, babe.
1: Well, mental mental stress brings on health problems. Um, and so we want to live stress free. Uh, we want to live worry free lives because that decreases the chances of, of us having uh, health problems as well. Um, so the first thing you need to do is you want to make sure that uh, you are, you're practicing patience and you're practicing uh, self-control in your home. So that way you're not bringing on stress in your home. The, la- the, the most hurtful thing is when two spouses are killing each other because they're stressing each other out. Forget what we eat. Forget any uh, other ailment that we may have. Stress alone can cause us to have problems in our home. And those are things that we do not want to have. We want to decrease the stress because we, if we can decrease our stress, we can increase the longevity of our our life and our relationships with our spouses. So that's number one. Um, I think the second thing that we need to do is we need to talk about what's going on. We need to talk about our health with our spouses. We need to talk about... Uh, How we feel. Um, I say this um, jokingly, but it's serious that attraction is still real when it comes to marriage. We need to tell our spouse, hey, babe, look, you know, I you know, when I fell in love with you, the reason I fell in love with you was X, Y, Z. But it was I was attracted to you, too. I was attracted to where your body was shaped, how you looked, how you smelled. I'm not feeling that right now. You know, I'm not seeing that, and I haven't been seeing it in a while. So we got to be able to have those tough conversations with our spouse, so they understand that hey, this is not just about you; this is about the other spouse as well. Okay. All right. Um... And let me let me say this too, you know, and, and forgive us, guys. We're driving as we're doing this, but I want to say this as well that part of part of the reason that we we don't educate ourselves or we think that we're okay when it comes to our weight uh, and being uh, you know at a certain weight is because we've saw grandma and we've saw gran- auntie do it right but we have to understand we're living in a new day in a new time where back then it probably was okay and even back then who never knows you know god forbid we don't know everything that went on in our in our ancestors relationships but who knows what type of stress or a strain they were dealing with when it came to having those conversations with their husbands or their wives back in those days but in these days and times communication is the key to intimacy And so if you can be able to communicate with your spouse how you're feeling when it's pertaining to their image or their health or, or what they look like or the attractiveness, then you've opened the door to at least give that spouse an opportunity to change. Because now they know, here go that word again, how you feel. They know how you feel and how you're thinking. So they don't assume that, oh, my husband is okay with me looking like this. No, he's probably not okay. (laughs) But he's probably just selling with it and dealing with it because he doesn't want to bring it to your attention or he doesn't know how to bring it to your attention.
0: Right. And some spouses, you know, if they really want to just keep the peace as well, they don't want to um, put so much on their uh, spouses, especially when they feel like, man, you know, it's probably nothing, you know, it's something that they can do in order for them to change their habits, but they don't want to hurt their feelings. They don't want to, you know, stir up an argument, you know. Um, Some spouses deal with a spirit of control where um, they will. Make their spouse feel bad when they are bringing up something that is encouraging or that um, they really want to change something, so yeah. that's something to really think about. Um, Proverbs 3 it tells us to turn away from evil turn away from evil because it will be healing to our bodies and refreshment to our bones. When I think about that scripture, I think about um, when we are um, so into uh, doing um, or living a sinful life, that sin could be gluttony, right? Um, that sin could involve in something that is done behind closed doors. Nobody might may not know um, on what it is that an individual or a spouse is dealing with. And it can really um, hurt their body within. It can cause health issues. It can cause problems within their bodies. So when we are God's children, we have to realize and understand that we are all about prosperity. In our health, um, in our mind, in our finances—not um, just in things that people can can um, actually see—even spiritually, we can be very prosperous in that. So keep that in mind as well. Yeah. So, um, babe, do you have anything um, else to say?
1: Yeah, I just want to leave you guys with a couple tips uh, that you can take to, you know, kind of enhance uh, your health. Uh, and your longevity within your marriage. Uh, Maybe you are uh, listening and you're dealing with or struggling with uh, obesity or how to to start exercising or don't even know where to begin. There's a couple things you can do. Number one, uh, you need to change your diet. Uh, You know, your diet needs to change. You need to start eating uh, more portion-sized meals. uh, Mm -hmm. And then you need to start being selective in what you're putting in your body. Uh, So you need to cut out on sugars. Uh, when I say sugars, I mean consumed sugars like, um, you know, cakes, candies, soda, juices, things that have sugar already in them and you're consuming them. Uh, you need to cut out on that. Um, you need to, you know, drink more water and replace of that. Uh, discipline your body or discipline your mind not to even want it no more. Mm-hmm. That's how you really overcome uh, obesity is disciplining your mind. Because if your mind controls your body or your mouth, then that's hard for you to defeat.
0: And then that's the the spirit of self-control also. You know, having that self-control over your belly. Yeah. Uh,
1: and the second thing is exercise. Uh, believe it or not, all our body needs is 30 minutes a day. That's it. 30 minutes a day of cardio, whatever type of exercise you want to do to start to burn off uh, Toxins, calories, excess calories, and etc. So devote yourself to thirty minutes a day, and then check your uh, BMI, your body mass index. Did you know where our body is ninety nine percent mass made up of oxygen and other things? So that's the key, really, to controlling your weight and um, you know how you feel and how you want your shape to look, because that deals with um, that deals with. Uh, Your metabolism and and your ability to burn off food as you eat it Uh is your body mass index. So if you control your body mass index, then you're able to control everything else. So that's it, guys. We love you. Have a great day. We'll talk to you soon. Bye.